welcome to John Cook Ministries podcast. I'm John Cook. Today we are going to continue our study on just a thought on the book of Revelation. Today we come to chapter 10 in our study. Chapter 10 through chapter 11 verse 14 are parenthetical. That is a parenthesis between the sounding of the sixth and seventh trumpet. That's a break. Much like what we found with the seals, and there's no time element as to how long this break is. But we know this. We are almost to the middle of the tribulation at this point in the scriptures. So let's get right into our study. In Revelation chapter 10 and verse 1, we read, And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud. And a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was, as it were, the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. This mighty angel that he sees come down from heaven is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. For example, in Revelation chapter 1, verses 14 and 15, the Bible says his head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. And his feet were like unto fine brass, as if they burned in the furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. Angels in the Bible are considered to be God's messengers. This angel comes clothed with the cloud. Once again, we see that this is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And Revelation chapter 1 and verse 7 says, Behold, he cometh with clouds. And every eye shall see him, and they also that pierced him. And all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him, even so. Amen. This is when the Lord returns to this world in his public revelation, his second coming. So the, every eye is going to see him. All the kindreds of, of the earth will see him and wail because of him. Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 44 says, Thou hast covered thyself with a cloud, that our prayer should not pass through. This was speaking of God in the Old Testament. Psalm 68 verse 34 says, Ascribe ye strength unto God. His excellency is over Israel, and his strength is in the cloud. So, These clouds show the power of God. A rainbow was upon his head, the scripture goes on to say. In Revelation chapter 4, verse 3, he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And there was a rainbow round about the throne, in sight like unto an emerald. So the rainbow that was about the throne is now round about the Savior, as he appears. Ezekiel chapter 1 and verse 28 says, As the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud in the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness round about. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. What was the effect? Well, when I saw it, he says, I fell upon my face, And I heard a voice of one that spake. 
God's covenant with man was the rainbow, the bow. The bow belongs to the Lord. Genesis 9 and verse 13 says, God says, I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token between me and the earth. This is a bow, a rainbow, that's set there as a token, a covenant between God and the human race on this world, on earth, that he'll never destroy the world again with the floods like he did in Noah's day. It's interesting that men have taken that same rainbow and made it something corrupt rather than see it as something pure and holy from a pure and holy God. Then we find that the scripture goes on to say his face, speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ, was as it were the sun. In Revelation chapter 1 and verse 16, it says, he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. Now get this, his countenance, that's his face, was as the sun shineth in his strength. Imagine when men see the face of Jesus in his return. What a terror that's going to strike to men's hearts. On the Mount of Transfiguration, Matthew chapter 17 and verse 2, we read that Jesus was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun and his raiment was white as the light. You ever tried to look at the, the sun when it's shining? It hurts your eyes. It hurts our human eyes because of its, its, it penetrates right into our very soul. This is the purity and clarity of our Savior, the glory of his Father. Then it says his feet were his pillars of fire. Fire in the Bible stands for judgment. Revelation 1.15 says his feet like unto fine brass as if they burned in a furnace and his voice as the sound of many waters. My what a wondrous glorious picture we have set before us in this verse. Then in Revelation chapter 10 and verse 2, we find, And he, Jesus, had in his hand a little book open. And he set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot on the earth. Now get that picture. He sets his right foot on the sea. He sets his left foot on the earth. The sea there is quite probably the Mediterranean Sea. The earth being the property that belongs to Israel. So this is like someone taking up a stand and declaring ownership. So we see that he had in his hand a little book open. This is the same book that we find in Revelation chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, 
where he says, I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? Only Jesus was found worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. This little book possibly relates to the title deed on this earth. That which God has redeemed, the redeemed possession bought by Jesus Christ on Calvary's cross. Revelation chapter 11 and verse 15 says, And the seventh angel sounded, and there was great voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. This is when the Lord takes up possession of that which he bought on the cross of Calvary, this world. This is his world, for he bought it. Temporarily, he's allowing a supplanter to run over, to, to run the show. And that's the devil, as far as this world is concerned. The, he is called the God of this world. But one day, the God who made this world, the God who died on Calvary's cross and bought this world, redeemed this world, is going to claim it as his own. And when he does, he's going to declare that this earth, the world, belongs to him. That's why he sets his right foot upon the sea, his left foot on the earth. This is the act of a triumphant conqueror. Joshua chapter 10 and verse 24. And it came to pass when they brought out those kings unto Joshua that Joshua called for all the men of Israel and said unto the captain of the men of war, which went with him, come near, put your feet upon the necks of these kings. And they came near and put their feet upon the necks of them, those kings. This is the act of a victorious conqueror. Jesus is going to set his foot on the sea and his left foot on the earth, and he's going to declare that it belongs to him. The action, the very action, signifies him taking possession. Hey, this is John Cook again. Thank you for listening to the John Cook Ministries podcast on Just a Thought on the Book of Revelation. Now, before you go, how about take some time and leave us a comment or maybe a prayer request or what question do you have that we might be able to answer for you? Let us know how we can help you. And don't forget to subscribe to the John Cook Ministries podcast and you will get the next lesson just as soon as it is released. Well, we'll say goodbye for now. God bless. Till the next video.